Uh, Husey and Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Husey and Aaron are so self-obsessed, they don't know when other celebrities die. We'll explore that with a game of Dead or Alive. It's mean, uh, but I can't argue it's not true. <laughs> a man who's very much alive is Peter Volandis. He's the boss of the NRL, and he is uh, he's looking for ways to keep NRL players in check while they're in Las Vegas, and Aaron Mullen's got an incredible solution. Mm-hmm. Just incredible. Uh, and then it's, well, there's more after that. The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. We have got uh, Michelle from Camden as Aaron, uh, Team Aaron. Daniel from Strathfield uh, is Team Husey. So what we do, I tell a celebrity, these two say whether or not they think they're dead or alive because they're so self-obsessed they don't notice when famous people not pass away. I mean, that's true. really hurtful. I'm not going to say it's not true because but that's but how it, I, I it's know, I often know when people started. are dead. I don't. Okay. Roy from Siegfried and Roy. Oh, God. Yeah. Was he the one who got bitten? Because I know one of them got bitten well, by one of their lines. Mm, it was a tiger called Manticore, and I believe we got some of the uh, 911 call. We need paramedics at the Big Brain Boys Theater. Boys Martin has been bitten by a tiger. Yep. So he was already an old man then when he got yes. bitten by the tiger. Yes. I know he survived that, but yes, he wouldn't did, have. Yes. Where did he get bitten? Uh, around the chest and neck area. So is this the person we're talking about or the other guy? So the the bitten guy, is he still alive? He he survived that incident, but did it eventually kill him because it was hard to rehab and stuff? Do you want to go first, Aaron? Yeah, I'll go first because I have less of an idea than you. I'm going to say he's alive. Right. I'm going to say that Roy is dead. Yeah, passed away 2020, Not from Tiger stuff. When did he pass away? 2020. But I think the tiger bite wouldn't have helped him. So, I no, mean, you're saying he, he didn't die from the tiger, but it wouldn't no. have helped. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like One COVID. Night. Like when... Well, he said, forget about COVID. Well, this, Why'd you ever mention People out. have other things, but then COVID's just that. COVID no, alone would have killed COVID, them. did he die COVID, did he? Well, I do. I was trying oh, not to say oh, that they, he? he died of complications oh. from COVID, but as we know, oh, he had COVID, he had COVID when he died. He had COVID. We all got COVID. Test us now. We'll all have it. Let's go to the next one. Uh, what about the lead singer of the Rednecks? Well, I've been married a long time ago. Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? Goran Dan- Danielsson, the Swedish country pop group Rednecks, released Ooh. in August. Have they been cancelled or not yet? Uh, I think they're being ironic, it's ironic Swedish. Though, right? Yeah, I so they're ironic. being re- released in, in August 1994. But to think that that is a, a Swedish band, that's, that's blown my mind oh, already. That? So already you've given me information I didn't have, and I love was it. it. What about it was a number one hit in 11 countries? Oh, that was crazy. They're Swedes. Wow. Aaron, do you want to go first? Do you want uh, me to go Abba first I thought were Swedes, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And they did they really are. well musically, yeah. 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 Stefan Edberg. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with, I hate this game, Alive. I am, no, I'm going to go with Dead. All right, so I'm going to go dead. The lead singer of Cotton Eye Joe died in. <laughs> whoops, uh, died in 2021. Well, okay, you guys seriously, Senior. you've colluded. I have not. No, I you just, have. I just, there's a there's I've a male really, collusion that the female's I'm, been left out of. I'm basically John Edward now. I I am. I <laughs> I feel fair. like I just see um, dead people. Uh, <laughs> Is that it? Of one. Do you want one more? What about a double point? Clean. Double point. Clean. Double point. Ready? Itchy, itchy Make a triple head. point so she can get a win. Okay, it's triple, triple points. Okay, it's triple point. Question. 
Husey the duck from Sam Neill's farm. From oh. when we went to Sam Neill's farm almost three years ago. This is the audio when uh, Husey got the duck <laughs> named after him. One of them's now Kylie. Minogue. Yeah. Hello. And the other one might be Husey just oh because God. you're here today. Hello. Hello, little Husey. Is that you? <laughs> little Husey. <laughs> is that you? I still don't know what's sad. Are you doing that desperately or Ed scurrying after Sam at the farm? We're still Just... mates. We're still mates. Ed was off air, though. That was Ed terrible. Was but <laughs> but I was on air. I, my shame was for their all yeah, to true. see. Just... Just crawling in the mud, sucking up to you a were, duck. Actually, you were crawling along <laughs> a, a duck feces-covered yeah. deck while that happened. Let's dig out that video. Let's put that up today. That's an all-timer. All right, come on. Dead or alive, Husey the uh, duck. We've spoken to uh, we've spoken to Sam, so we know the result. Uh, I, do you want to go first, Darren? Do you want me first. to go first? The duck right. is dead. All right, I'm going to say, because I think Sam would let me know if Husey had passed and... And he hasn't let me know. So that duck is alive. It's a clean sweep. He's alive. He's alive what? and well. No, I remember he died. <laughs> it's a clean sweep. No, the duck died. We had Sam on. Excuse no, the duck that was the lives. other one. Oh, the other God. one died. Oh, that's right. The one named yes. after that comedian Charlie person. Pickering oh. died. Charlie Pickering died. Oh. Charlie Pickering died. What a day. What a day. Today FM. Chairman of the Australian Rugby League Commission. Welcome back to the show, mate. Your ideas just take the over best. the world. Mm-hmm. You are such a... I, I, I put him right up there with Elon Musk. Yep. What? I think he's... Yeah. Do you, do, you, do you fashion yourself after Elon Musk or not, Peter? No, look. I can we see if it's a good idea after the after the after the game and, and when they're all back in Australia. It's a really good point. It could completely it could, fail. It, really it could good completely, point. It, you know, I was, as as I was waiting, I just realised there's ten thousand Australians in Vegas in the one oh, time. So, oh, um, oh, now that's the most Australians ever in Vegas. So there's going to be a lot of weddings, a lot of um, uh, fun to say the least. Have they all oh. got their visas? Can they all make the trip? Yes, they've all got their visas, and um, so we're all good there. But um, a few that have booked may not have their visas, but the, 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 all the players definitely all the players have. Peter, have their visas. Uh, I need to get straight into. You're a businessman, right? Well, I hope so. Yes. Yeah, you, you, New South Wales Racing, the Rugby mm. League, everything you touch turns to gold. You make smart decisions. You know how to make coin. But yep. I'm just a little bit. The story that came out this week about the security guards to protect our humble men from women in Vegas who might try and honey trap them. Mm. We have actually found a much better solution for you, much cheaper. cheaper. I've just done a little bit of math, uh, Peter. 40 security guards, say $5,000 a week, say for two weeks, that's $400,000 you're going to have to pay. Minimum. Write that down. Write that down, Peter. It'd be a million. Say say million. Write that down, Peter. Have you got to pay? Uh, (laughs) I'm writing it down there. Okay. Now, on Amazon... You can buy a male chastity belt, the yep. leather pouch, seventy nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Seventy players at seventy nine dollars is five thousand five hundred and thirty. No, and they can wear them during the games as well. Head <laughs> up. Yeah, but, but, but we'll also need some tape around their mouths so they don't drink. That's the other problem. Uh, <laughs> the chastity belts. It, 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 it's, it's not the problem. It's it's what you consume that's the problem. So we've got to make sure that. So, we, so we, what we've done is we've made a non-alcoholic weekend in uh, in Vegas at the time. Yeah, so it'll be fine. That, 
Good would you that. consider, if I send you some links, <laughs> what would you strict, consider, and we'll brand XR them, one. we'll buy them, would you consider the chastity belt? Well, it is cheaper than the security guards, Mary, and you've got a very good point. So One of them has a harness. Look, uh, look at, the, at the moment, I'd consider anything. But I, want, I, wonder, if we can get, I wonder if we can get 10,000 of them, though. That's Mate, where there's, there's 10,000 There's a lot of variety. You could get at least 1,000 of each variety. I've got 10 different types. There's the Sweetheart Chastity Belt, the Metal Cup Chastity Belt, the Steel Shut-In Chastity Belt, Men's Steel Plate, Chastity Belt, Male Three-Way, Auxiliary Belts, Chastity yeah. Device. Oh, my God. I'm really worried about this, Aaron, how much you know about these chastity belts. That's, that's, that's the bigger concern on it. Uh, that's a real deep great. dive. Oh, how where, long where, are we spending yeah. over there? How long is, is everyone over there for? Is it like two weeks or less than well, that? Or Look, the, the, the three clubs are going to not actually be in Vegas till about three or four days before the mm. event. Manly's going to be there a little bit longer. Uh, some are going to San Diego, some are going to Los Angeles. So um, hopefully, the, you know, they're not going to be in Vegas uh, very long. And look, I'm very confident about our players. I'm sure that they'll be on their best behaviour. It's just going to be so much fun. It's so no, it is. Look, it's never been done before where we've taken the game internationally to open the, the season. It's so, incredible. In all uh, seriousness, it's, it's, you take risks and for the most part they pay off and this is just, this is awesome. As I said, Erin, let's let's talk again about a week after. I can't the wait till we talk again. Uh, let's, let's chat again when they're back safely, Peter. But we're so excited. We'll chat while Share with the Australian rugby. Yeah, over let's there. yes, let's catch up when you're there. Thank you, Peter Volandi. Today FM. Uh, Hughie and Erin, we're going to get the secret lives coming up. Getting your exes deported. Your ex. Your sorry. Your in-laws deported. God, I can't even get it right, Erin, because it's so juicy. Uh, and then your Taylor Swift. But you could use you, the same method for an exit as well. Don't rule that out. Well, I used to go out with a lot of girls from overseas, thinking <laughs> yeah, that they would leave, and then two of them got visas <laughs> to stay, and we had to have a very uncomfortable conversation. Um, I saw her in Darling Harbour actually a little while ago, so random with her husband, and the level of ignoring she did. Oh, was, she would have been bitter. It was. I bet. She's <laughs> the least. Look, it takes two to tango, all right? Just mm-hmm. let's all no, remember No, so that. true. She was a consenting adult for the most part. Not like that. Why are you going to say it like that? She was <laughs> not that. It's just not a great relationship. Who cares? Who even brought this up? The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. Today FM. Got a secret. Can you keep it? Husey, Ed and Aaron's untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Secret. Here we go. Name changer on. Voice changer on. Natalie, what is your secret? I sister-in-law has been reported to immigration. By who? By myself. There we go. <gasps> why? <laughs> reported her own sister-in-law to immigration. Natalie, why? She's pretty annoying, and she came wow. here on a um, on a uh, tourist visa. So her tourist visa, one of the conditions is she can't work, mm-hmm. um, and she was doing some casual kind of part time off kind of the books work mm-hmm. um, while she was here. And so my way of getting her out of my life and out of the country was to anonymously tell immigration about the visa conditions and that she was breaching them. Wow. And so, yeah, she's married. Is she married to your brother? 
No, 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 no. She's my sister-in-law, so she's my husband. My husband's sister. Oh, oh yeah, that, so your your husband's your sister. sister. Yeah, yeah. No, we were all thinking that. Yeah. So your husband's sister, and does your husband does he find her annoying? His own sister. Yes. Yes, he does. He, does. he doesn't get along with her, but he doesn't know either that it was. <sighs> he doesn't know that you've done immigration. it. Wow. And so, has there been blowback? Has she contacted you two to say that this is happening, or? So I knew what happened because um, two days after my anonymous call into immigration, I um, we received a call from my husband's family yeah. saying that she immigration has arrived and yeah. she's been detained in Villawood. And two days after being detained in Villawood, she was sent back home. Amazing, very swift. Wow, that you know what that the government is, doesn't get enough what? credit that for is that. Actually a really... They're under a lot of pressure right now. My mum, my mum used to work for the immigration yes. department and used to go on those on those types of raids. Uh, uh, Natalie, it usually and takes a long time. Doesn't it, it, it doesn't normally take. It does normally take a while. Why were they so keen to get her out of the country? I think they were. I think they were just more keen to um, get her in. So to confirm what the information I had provided that she was working. So right. they did confirm right. that on the right. arrival. Yeah, right. And so when what? they confirmed that, that's when they detained her. What country has she been deported back to? To Spain. To Spain. Yeah, wow. Well, it's well, not she, so bad, is it? Could be worse. I mean, not that there's any bad countries, but I mean, yeah. she's not like, you know, she's not like a war-torn country where she her life is under threat. I so it's almost, it, it softens it a bit. I believe she's the gone back to Barcelona. would be to differ. <laughs> what? Thanks for making is, me feel better. <laughs> well, no, that would have been quite beautiful. scary for her, I'd imagine, immigration Tourist rocking up. Did you derive any oh, joy at the thought of... Her being a little Look, I, I unsettled. I felt bad, but then I felt good because I was like, she just needs to go. Like, and this was my only way out. Wow. I know it sounds terrible, but. No, but I Natalie, was has like, anyone asked? Has anyone asked? Like, is your, like, no. How long are you? Ha- your husband hasn't had, like questioned how did they know or who doctor no. Well, I think what happens is when they're working right and they're under those that visa conditions, it's quite easy for anyone to really just dog her yeah. in. So it's not like it has to be. Like, no, it's not fine. like I was really looked at. Um, I think it's just I probably wasn't. I probably wouldn't be the first one to be looked at, to be honest. Do you know <laughs> if she? Easy. Do you know if she can never come back to Australia? Do you know if there's any sort of? So uh, the visa conditions means that now she can't re-enter for the next five years. Oh, All right, so you've got great, five year break. Great news. Yeah, five year break. <laughs> How well, old is awesome. she? Up my sleeve. How old is she? <laughs> She's twenty five. Yeah, right. Yeah, fair. And look, you know, you know you, she was doing the wrong thing. Yep. When when push comes to shove, you were just upholding the law of the land. And you get the full Thank attention now of your husband. Yeah. Right. You're welcome, honey. I'm a mm. real enabler, yeah. though, so don't, you know, I tell people what they want to hear, <laughs> but I believe it. Oh, Thank well you. Done. That makes me feel a lot better. It makes me feel more more normal. I think yeah, it's the first time we've ever ended a secret with well done. <laughs> so, but also it takes pressure off the housing uh, situation. You know, there's a housing yeah. crisis in this country. And she probably so. wasn't paying tax either, so there's two things <laughs> there. Yes. And it lets another backpacker in who might be even hotter. So thank you, uh, Natalie. The Husey, Ed and Erin podcast. We've got my daughter, Tess. We turned 11 recently. Remember, we went to the cat cafe yeah. to celebrate. She was her in birthday. here on her birthday, wasn't she? Surrey Hills, yes. Yeah. Tess and her sister Sadie are massive Taylor Swift fans. I think they could be Australia's biggest fans. Mm-hmm. They've got tickets to the concert tonight. Oh, wow. But there has been a medical emergency. 
and Tess is going to tell her story right now. Welcome to the show, Tess. Hi, Tess. Hi. So I'm going to start off by saying that it's nowhere near an emergency. And Dad saying that it could endanger my life to go is the most ridiculous yeah. thing I've ever heard. It's so no. refreshing to have no. his lies no. called out because no. normally no. it's us behind the scenes saying that, Tess, and it's so refreshing to have guys, it said on air. Guys, I've shown the photo of your foot to the team uh, through a, via our signal group. It won't go It won't go live unless you okay it, but it's your foot and there's a big problem with your foot. What happened to you? So I got stung by a bee. Yeah. And yes. then, um, and then I was like, "It's fine. I'm not allergic or anything." So the next day, right? Well, I got something in mm-hmm. the evening. So, but the next day, um, I put just put on my socks and shoes and didn't put anything on it or anything. And mm. then school, right? Then after school, I was at basketball training and it had been really hurting for most of the day. So I took it off to see if it was like you know looking weird. It was really swelled up. It's swollen. So went, it's, it yeah, is swollen. It's very swollen. It's really swollen. And so that- we went. To the doctors, and they said that it was infected. It's infected. Oh, no. It's very hard for you to walk right now, and that's a true story, isn't it? Yes, it is. Does she go to the concert? She's got two. With a bee-infected, swollen foot. Tess. Dad, I'll just get crutches if I need to. I I, I have to go. You can get a nappy and crutches. We might have to get a wheelchair. There are adult nappies. Is there wheelchair access at the concerts? Yes. Of course there is. But Tess, what if you? What if there was a fifty-fifty chance that that you would have to, if you went to the concert, fifty-fifty chance, toss of the coin, that by going to the concert you had to spend a week in hospital? Would you still go to the concert? But that's such a random scenario. But yes, I would. Okay, yeah, well, uh, one more. <laughs> what if Amazing. there was a fifty-fifty chance that you could lose your life at the concert, like Daddy said earlier, from your bee sting. Oh, Would you still go to the well, concert? Then of course I wouldn't go. That's oh, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. She's not oh, into radio oh, yeah, hyperbole. Sorry. <laughs> She's just not playing the game. We That's wish you well, Tess. A week in hospital, she'd cop, but not, <laughs> not death. <laughs> you don't love her as much as you say. Today FM. Um, Hughie and Aaron. Hugo Weaving, he's a Hollywood superstar. Hughie's desperate to be in movies. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. He's going to pitch himself. And then for you Friday, people get it off their chest before they get into the weekend, didn't it? Yeah, man. The Husey Ed and Aaron podcast. Today FM. Starring one of the all-time greats of, well, world cinema, and in particular Australian cinema, Hugo Weaving, who joins us on the line from Dublin. Hello, Hugo. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hugo. Hugo, <laughs> what time is it in? Oh, well, actually, don't worry about that. It's it's some other time zone. Don't worry about that, Hugo. Well, it's can... very early where you are. It's quite yes. late where I am. And, yeah. uh, but I'm about <laughs> to go on stage any minute. So, oh, oh, my yeah. God. Seven, yeah. nearly, nearly 7 o'clock at night. Yeah, right. So you, now, Hugo, just congratulations on the recent actors. Uh, I was uh, doing a gig at uh, Taronga Zoo with Celia Pacola. <laughs> on Saturday night and she got a message saying, oh my God, Hugo Weaving just mentioned me at the actors and I'm not there, I'm here. Uh, and I said, well, just love the place you're with, you are at. You know what I mean? so, uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, gorgeous Celia, she's so fabulous. Yeah, well, she very wrapped yeah. that you mentioned her in your acceptance speech, I imagine. Uh, well, yes, I did. That's right. Or she was mentioned by me, by someone else actually pretending to be me. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even better. Even better. Hugo, tell uh, us about the new movie. Why is this a, f- a must-watch for Aussies? 
it's a, well, it's just it's actually hilarious. I think it's quite dark. It's quite a serious film, but it's got a lot of a lot of um, uh, humor in it too, and kind of mm. it centers around a a, um, a guy who's a bit down on it, down on his luck, having relationship problems. His best friend has committed suicide. Sounds a bit heavy, but it's, <laughs> he ends up he ends up he disappears into the woods for into the sort of bush for to, to sort of get himself together. And he meets this odd character called Mitt, who's a hermit, and uh, that, that I play. And uh, the two of them uh, go on this uh, kind of alcohol fused uh, fueled um, uh, discovery, I suppose, self discovery and journey of self discovery. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's about masculinities and the things that men don't talk about, but it's got a great deal of spirit. And the character I play is an utterly mad, mercurial, uh, traumatized human being. But um, we had a huge amount of fun making it. It was a really del- delightful film to make. And uh, the film's been screened at the Melbourne Film Festival, had three or four screenings there, and they were sold out and went up to Darwin, to WA, to Sydney. So. It's had a good outing already, and uh, we're just about to kick off at the cinemas next week. So, so uh, yeah, it's it's uh, people people really have enjoyed this film and enjoyed talking to us about it. So it's, it's very unique. I've, it's got a it's got a great sort of uh, sort of uncomfortable but uh, intriguing feel to it, Hugo. You know, it's a bit of a slow burn. But when you were looking for people to play semi-rural weirdos who look like they're down on their luck, how did Husey not get every time someone came on the <laughs> screen know, think, in this? I think he should have, yeah. He should have been okay. cast, Sydney. You're right. Oh, yeah. Hugo. Every every scene, every Hugo. single scene, Hugo. I'm honestly thinking, there's not where's too Husey? Where is Husey? Husey, not the rooster late. two, the rooster two, Husey you know and what? Hugo. You know what, Hugo? I, I, I've got. A, there's a sleeper talent there as an actor, Hugo, and you could discover it. I could be, I could be, you know, on the Academy Awards stage at the age of 65. I reckon that's and and, and I could be thanking you, Hugo, for all you did for my career. <laughs> Well, I, I think there's there's hope for you yet, Hughie. No, oh, I've always wow. loved you. You're fabulous. Oh You're my fabulous. goodness, Hugo! <laughs> is... It's going on my poster, Hugo. It's going on my poster. <laughs> Hugo, is this the um potentially the worst interview you've oh, ever done? Like I mean, that. Ed's don't called it a slow burn, uh, and then called for you to burn. be replaced by Hughie. <laughs> Not replaced. I mean, it's really not lucky for you. Joined by. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo, you're, uh, he hasn't answered that. So nobody laughed. Yes. He actually so, laughed, and it uh, sounded robust and genuine. Thank you, Hugo. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> Are you a people person in general, Hugo, or is there any is there a hermit like quality about you? Do you like just being on your own, or what's your favourite you know thing, basically? Yeah, both. Re- both really. I I'm very happy with my own company. Yeah. But then I go a bit mad and I need to be with people. So, hey, I just swing from, from wanting to vibe on to be alone to wanting to be party, a party animal. He's a swinger. That's our headline. Oh, yeah. What an amazing career Hugo Weaving has had and is continuing it's to have. It's amazing. the best. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's The Rooster. It's in cinemas uh, February 22. Hugo Weaving, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you Thanks, very legend. much. Thanks, Legend. The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. Doesn't yeah, matter what's burdening no. you, we are here to hear your grievances. And yes, Erin, you're you're going to start us off, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm just going to fork you to the people at my daughter's school who made me feel creepy yesterday. I was in a, a hire car driving to a radio event, and I saw the kids out in the playground. So I asked the driver to stop in the middle mm. of the road, and I ran out to the gate and just mm. yeah started calling out for my daughter. 
What? And some of the looks I got were they made me feel like I was dirty. Yeah. But anyway, I did I, I did manage to get her attention. She was standing at the top and she did run over. I have a little listen. <laughs> Can I have a kiss? No, kiss. Yeah, no. Yeah, so she wouldn't you, give me a kiss, but you ran across the road with a phone filming. No, I was not filming until I'd made contact with her and she started to walk <laughs> towards me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. Who are we forking okay. exactly? So I, was, who are we forking? I was at the school grounds outside the gate filming. So you're you're forking the the <laughs> Well, the some of the, who, a couple of the teachers looked at me as looks. though I was doing something wrong. Give it to them, loud as you can. Fuck man. you! Fuck you! But please look after my daughter's <laughs> education. <laughs> right. Now, I want to fork. Can oh, I fork? Oh, God. Yeah, go, yeah. go on. Yeah. I want to fork Elbow because oh. we, as a radio team, sent him flowers yesterday. I came up with the card which said, Wasn't that You've clever? Got the, I came up, it was very clever. It said, you've got the one vote that real, is really important. Congratulations. And why don't you, you use my caption, which is, you finally found someone in Australia to say yes. <laughs> well, I didn't know that that was yours. Or, was... Jodie is finally going to make an honest man out of you. I mean, these are all great. No. But, so, but, but I <laughs> so believe, I, I don't know, know what's the donuts. issue. Hang on, Crickets. contact has been made, but contact has been made. What? Has contact been made? Yes. Oh, what? Oh, hang on. Have you got an actual? Hang on. I sent Has... him a text yesterday oh, no. saying congrats. Oh, no. This is, <laughs> and you've got a response. No, no. Contact has been made. Oh, I contacted my. him. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't Has it been read? In fact, no. As I scroll up through our last contact, the last thing that he didn't reply to was a photo I sent him of how I voted in The Voice. <laughs> How many, how, many, October. how many messages have you sent in a row without oh. response? Be oh, honest. no, there was a thanks, Erin, from 11th of October. Mm. Um, right. 14th of October, no response. Then again on the 28th, no response. And then yesterday, no response. So four. That's not four bad for in me. A row. It's not way. too yeah. bad. <laughs> not bad okay. So uh, we've got the Fork You Friday mm-hmm. packs, the Keep Cups, all fork happening. Fork you, elbow. Oh, oh fuck that's so you. rude. Go on, Shane. What do you want to fork? Uh, the price of our year living right now, four oranges at Woolies for 13 bucks. Oh, that's yeah. ridiculous. Wow. I mean, you're wow. going to have to get scurvy. Everyone's going to have to get scurvy. <laughs> go, on, go on, Shane, give it to them. Fuck you, Woolies. Oh, well, that, no, 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 that was for you. That was for you. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's the Woolies bit. I'm a, yeah, they're yeah, great. Just in case, you know, they might want to sponsor us. Listen, that's three shareholders. An orange, is that three fifty an orange? Yeah, it is. Well, let's don't start me on watermelon. Mangoes. How good are mangoes, though? Hmm. Yeah, you got to eat mangoes at the moment. Jenny, uh, take it away. What do you want to fork? I want to fork how my husband fills up the kitchen sink with um, soapy water, puts all the dishes in the sink, and then walks away. Oh, no, that's such like, a man help. The job. Every day. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> does that, though. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's something. Mm. Has he got, have you got a dishwasher? You don't have a dishwasher? No, we don't. No, oh, yeah, why don't do. you shame them, Husey? Why don't you shame them for not having a machine do it for no, them? They, they have a dishwasher. You know what its name is? Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> yeah, give it to him, Jenny. Give it to him. Fuck you, lazy husband. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right, it's, that's a pack. It's back next week. Fork you Friday. The Husey, Ed and Erin podcast.